Today we're going to talk about axe murderers. I know that sounds really new and different than how the you know how we go about talking about the stuff we normally talk about, but I swear there's a point to this. We're going to talk about axe murderers. And in order to get there, I have to tell you about what it's like to be a person. And I know these things sound like they have nothing to do with each other, but just ride with me on this. Because the hardest thing about being a person is emotions or having them, feeling them. Emotions are messy and complicated and big and scary and often irrational and tangled up in the present, in the future, in the past. We feel things because of what happened. We feel things because of what would happen. We feel things because of what is happening. We feel big things and little things and different things. And not everybody's are standardized. You might feel one way. Somebody else might feel a second way. I might feel a third way. Emotions are really, really messy and hard, and scary, and it can feel for a lot of us at various times in our lives like we are plugging the wrong shape emotional peg into a different shape hole, and we're happy at sad moments, and we're sad at happy moments, and we detach from them, and disassociate from them, and scramble them up, and really struggle with them, and we continue that, we continue that struggle in our fiction, we create alien species that are devoid of emotion. We tell stories about robots who don't have any emotion, who learn the value of humanity by discovering emotion. We learn and tell stories about people who were tough and recognized for only one emotional expression, growing their hearts ten times too big, and then suddenly learning to value a different emotion. Emotions are really hard. And they're really tough to get across to a reader. And the very simple truth of it is, and we'll talk more about the formula and the thinking underneath this tomorrow, but today I want to get our feet wet with some practical stuff, is that if I have to tell you how to feel in some situation, if I express a feeling someone is having, a character on the page is having, you are not having that feeling. Here come the axe murderers. If I tell you to be scared because there's an axe murderer behind you and you stop and you think about that feeling and you consider it for a minute, or if you read that sentence on the page that the character is scared because there's an axe murderer behind them, that's different. That's a different depth and a different understanding of the feeling than if there is an actual axe murderer standing right behind you right now, right this second. Uh, And for most of the people listening to this, I doubt strongly there's an axe murderer right behind you. But quick, turn turn around real fast and just look and see, because who knows, those guys can be can be pretty sneaky. The the point I'm trying to make is if I have to tell you to feel a feeling, you're not actually feeling it. You're feeling an approximation of it. I'm detaching you from that feeling. You're not having an authentic feeling or an authentic experience of that feeling because you're being instructed. So there's a level of distance and that distance can allow us to present more material that still doesn't, you know, engender or inspire or develop the feeling, but it can kind of talk around it. It can kind of speak broadly to it. We can have a character have, you know, things can happen like a cold shiver ran down Margot's spine. She was afraid of the ax murderer behind her. Okay, but if we, the reader, are supposed to feel like we're in the room with Margot, 
being told that she's afraid is not the same as having enough context and enough situational awareness that we would look to Margot, who would be right there next to us, and we could see she's afraid. And then we, also being in the same room with the axe murderer, although we, the reader, would be invisible, we'd feel the feeling too. Emotions are tough. They're, they're hard. They're, they're not easy to manage. But one of the most common problems writers encounter in shaping feelings and trying to impart feelings into scenes and situations is that they end up just saying what the feelings are. They don't give a context for them. They don't craft a situation where you get the the pleasure or the satisfaction on some level of drawing your own emotional conclusion. Oh, I'm seeing this, 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 and this. I add this up. I should feel X. They're just being told, skip that, feel X. And then, oh, by the way, there's this, 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 and this in the room. This whole habit of telling us a feeling rather than giving us an opportunity to generate it or express it or experience it ourselves is what gives writing a level of stiffness and a level of scene development that gets stunted. Because if I'm forever trying to bolt emotion into scenes and I'm giving you a load of detail and here's this, you know, I'm, I'm in a sci-fi world, so here's my techno babble gun and here's my special backstory and here's this and here's that. I'm giving you all these facts. We're going to definitely talk about that part of it tomorrow. But if I'm giving you all these facts, there's not really a lot of room for feeling. So when I say here's a feeling, it has to kind of get squished in between all these facts. And in that squish, in that kind of like, I'll just smush it between, can I just elbow my way in like I'm sitting in a crowded elevator? Can I just push and strain in? It doesn't get a chance to actually feel organic. And one of the things you need to prize more than damn near anything else, better than your word choice, better than your sentence length, better than your punctuation, is your ability for your story whatever it might be, however you're writing it, to help the reader not only know and see and be aware of what the characters are feeling, but also generate those feelings within themselves to some semi-authentic degree. The semi-authentic part is important because you're never going to get an actual authentic feeling because we're reading it or we're watching it or we're experiencing with it with a level of detachment. Hell, even the actors being characters on screen are only sort of simulating or reaching for the truth of that emotion. It's not like Kate, you know, Kate Hudson is actually scared in this moment or that um, you know, somebody is actively angry. They're, they're, they're pretending, they're putting it on. It's not necessarily native, but it's something they're able to access. And that same kind of truth-seeking and that same kind of access is what you need to be aware of. Now, we'll cover more in detail how to do that tomorrow, but be aware that it's not going to come just from you having a whole lot of backstory or you having a whole lot of facts about here are the 15 things in the bedroom or here are the two major things I want you to pay attention to or here's the dialogue that the bad guy said that the main character is still thinking about. Those things by themselves don't generate emotion. It's about the context. It's about the clues and the shapes and the situations you're painting so that you give the reader an opportunity to gather their own conclusions about the feelings and then feel them relative to what you've described. It's not just a matter of chaining together this and this and this as fact. 
we're going to start there for today. And today, what I want you to do is take a look at your writing and look for circle in your last whatever, however many pages you've written most recently. Circle all the times where you flat out dictate how a character is feeling. And by extension, all those times where you're saying to the reader, hey, also feel exactly this. Circle those. Count them. See if you're doing a lot of this. Tomorrow, we'll talk about a tool for you to get better at it. I'll talk to you then.